Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We concluded chapter 12, Bhakti Yoga, Yoga of Devotion. Now we'll be starting discussion on chapter 13, the Kshetra Kshetragna Vibhag Yoga. Yoga of differentiation between the field and its knower. So far we have seen the two segments of the Bhagavad Gita, which discussed Dhao and that from the Mahavakya Tattvamasi. First six chapters we learned about Dao. Next six chapters we learned about that. Now we will be discussing about the correlative or Asi, the connections between the two, and how the, to differentiate between the two. Therefore, it's called Kshetra, Kshetragna Vibhaga Yoga, Yoga of the field and its knower. In other words, how to differentiate between what I'm not and what I am. There is a Granth written by Bhagavan Shankaracharya or at least attributed to him called Drik Drishya Viveka which is similar in nature but more logically explained. Drik Drishya Viveka discrimination between the seer and the seen. Who is the seer and what is seen? If we can differentiate then we know the both. So the same way here, it's a Kshetra Kshetragna Vibhaga. How to differentiate the field from its knower. So that's the theme of this chapter. In other words, we'll be learning how to navigate through Maya. Maya is the entity which creates this confusion for me. Who I am and what is my real nature. Maya creates this illusion of plurality where the only singularity exists. One exists, but it appears to be many. So the chapter now discusses this aspect of Maya in detail. Swamiji explains here that this chapter suddenly after devotion, Krishna took up a theme which is completely different. And therefore, some interpolar has added this one word, the very first word, Arjuna Vacha, which seemed to be not there in previous commentators' commentary, such as Bhagavan Sankaracharya. He did not comment on the first verse, Arjuna Uvacha. He starts from the second verse. Same as Gnaneshwari, starts also from the second verse, not the first, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha, not from Arjuna Uvacha. But because it is a subject which seemed like suddenly Bhagavan has taken a different topic, somebody thought it is appropriate to add a connector between what we have discussed so far and what we will be discussing. So what we will be discussing is actually the continuation of the theme Bhagavan started in chapter 7 and chapter 8. In chapter 7 he talked about the eightfold lower prakriti. 
the manifest prakriti and then in chapter 8 he talked imperishable brahman and then chapter 9 10 11 was somewhat of a distraction from that theme because arjun keep asking question he wanted to know in what different forms to be thought about bhagwan so he gave the vibhuti yoga then he wanted to know the bhagwan in his totality to give him the viswarupa darshan and then obviously it culminated in Bhakti Yoga. So Bhagavan picked up that theme again from chapter 7, 8 in chapter 13. We want to continue the theme of how to differentiate between the Jivatma and Paramatma and what is their connection. So as we have learned in that great statement that thou art, that which you are seeking and you who consider who you are are one and the same, but right now I don't see the connection. Once I know the nature of both, then I will be able to connect them both. So that's basically is the theme of the chapter 13, Kshetra Kshetra Gnavibhagi Yoga. The very first verse, Arjuna Vacha, basically gives you what we're going to discuss in this chapter. So as we have discussed many times, best presentation is when you go and tell them what we're going to talk about, you know, tell them what we are talking about and then tell them what you told them. And this is what we discuss. Summarize it. Put an agenda up front, make the presentation and then summarize. So here, the first verse which was attributed to Arjuna, it says, Prakrutim purusam cha eva kshetra kshetragnam eva cha etat veditum ichami gnanam gneyam cha keshava these are the things I want to understand clearly. So we pick up the theme from 7 and 8 chapter, Prakritim Purusham. I want to know Prakritim Purusham. We have discussed before, we need to brush up our knowledge. You know, what is Prakritim Purusham? And also Kshetra and Kshetra Gna, the field and its knower. We talked about the field of my actions. This world currently is clear to me that this is the field of my actions. For me, it is very simple. I am the actor, and this world is the field of my actions. So I am the knower of the field of my actions. But when it comes to knowing who I am, I have to go further down there. So I want to, we'll talk about that. Kshetra Kshetra Gnam Evacha. Etit Veditum Ichami Gnanam Gneyam Chakesha. I also want to know what is knowledge. And what is to be known. So we clarified by this first verse what we'll be discussing. To know myself, I have to be very clear about what is Prakriti and what is Purusha. What is manifested, what is unmanifest. I also need to know what is the field of my activity and who is the actor. Also I want to know what is knowledge and what is to be known. Just simple curiosity if I want to know doesn't mean anything. I need to know what is there to be known. So Arjun asked this question to put the agenda forward for this chapter saying, we want to know about these things. So the next verse, Sri Bhagavan Vacha, where he changes the paradigm for us. He says, idam sariram kaunteya kshetram iti abhidhiyate. This body of kaunteya is called the field. 
completely different than what I thought all along. We thought that this world is the field and I as this limited being is the knower of this world. I know my world. I know my field. My field of my profession, field of my activity. So right now I have considered this body to be the knower. This me, this limited being to be me, the knower. Bhagavan said, no, this body itself is the field. This field which I consider to be the world and this body, man, intellect to be me. He said, no, this body belongs to the field, the prakriti. You, the knower, is somebody different than that. Etad yo vetti tamprahu kshetragna etitadvidaha. This body is called the field. He who knows is called the kshetragna. One who knows this body is the kshetragna. Once I have established what the field is, who knows the field is the knower. So from the perspective of the world, the eye is the one which is the seer of this world. When I see the colors and forms, my eye is the seer. The world is the scene. When it comes to my eye, the mind is the seer and eye is the scene. When I see and say, what is happening to my eye? Who is seeing? My mind is seeing my eye. So I took a step backward and put the seer in the field of the scene. And if I keep receding, then everything that I have considered today to be me will belong to the field of prakriti. That which I consider to be me so far is my mind, my body, my intellect. That's what I define myself to be. But when seen from the perspective of what do I know, I know about my body. If I know my body, then I am the knower, somebody other than my body. Same goes for my mind. I am very aware that my mind is upset. So I am the knower of my mind. What's happening in Yaltavab? My mind is not you know, calm today. Somebody who sees the mind to be not calm or calm. So there is some other entity which is seeing the mind. That some other entity also can judge whether my intellect is sharp or dull. I know about it, I don't know about it. So there is somebody other than this body, mind and intellect who is the knower. One who knows all these three. So in short, if Bhagavan said the body is the field Idam sariram kaunteya kshetram iti vidyate etat yo vetti tam prahuhu kshetragneti tadvidavu. The one who knows that is considered to be the knower. That's basically simple. But because of my identification, I always considered this to be the seer. As I give this example, that my eye can see, but only with the aid of my glasses. So I consider the glasses to be as important as my eye. If I want to read, Without glasses, I cannot read. So glasses are as important for me to read as my eye is. But I don't consider my eye and glasses in the same category. Because I know I can go to lens crafter and get replaced my glasses in one hour. I, at least today, is not that easy to replace. Someday it will be probably as simple. Till that time, I consider eye to be something very special. I consider part of me without which I cannot see, but glasses I can replace. But if I can now learn that even I can be replaced anytime, 
then I will also put the eye in the same category as my glasses are. So sometimes through which we see, we identify so closely that we forget the differentiation between the seer and seen. So Bhagavan changes this paradigm and says this body is the field through which the seer is functioning. To manifest electricity needs all these lamps and gadgets. Electricity is present in this room when we can vouch for it because the lights are on, the air conditioning is on. But if we remove both air conditioning and the lights, we will not know whether the electricity is in the room or not until you put finger in that outlet. So the seer is present, but its presence is felt through the equipment. Knower is only there as long as the knowables are there. If there is nothing to be known, the knower is not needed. The proverbial saying whether a tree falling in jungle makes a sound or not. Unless there is somebody to listen to that sound, the world of sound does not exist. And unless there are objects, no knower can exist. In my deep sleep, there is no knower. Because the world does not exist for me. Therefore, there is no knower. If there is no knowables, the knower does not exist. So if you remove the knowables from the knower, but once what remains is pure knowledge. Not knowledge of what? It's just knowledge by itself which we call it pure awareness. I exist. That's a pure awareness. Right now, I exist as, and then everything else follows with it. As Neil Butt, as an architect, as a father, as a community member, whatever it is, but I have to attach something to it as I exist. And if you remove all of them, what remains is I exist. So the knower and the known go together. So it says, idam sariram kaunteya kshetramiti vidhiyate. This body is to be known as the field. And one who knows the body is the knower of the field. Now these are the arguments for us to navigate through maya so that you can contemplate on what is the nature of the self. So now we can start to contemplate and say, okay, if this body is not me, who knows this body? So next verse says, Kshetragnam Chapimam Vidde, Sarvakshetreshu Bharata. Once we have discussed that this body is the field and the knower is the Kshetragna, then we may have one another confusion that in my body I am the field and my consciousness is the knower, in your body the same thing for you. So now he says there are so many knowers in this world. As many beings are there, that many knowers are there. From our perspective, from just learning the second verse. So Bhagavan clarifies this here. He said, Kshetragnam chapi maam viddi sarva bharata. No matter what the field is, know me to be the knower. I, the supreme, remain knower of all the fields. No matter what it is, it is my world, your world, his world, her world, the universe, the cosmos. As long as there is a knowable there, I remain as the knower. So the one supreme functions through 
all the entities is the knower. So there is the unity of this diversity. And one common theme is the knower remains the same, knowables keep changing. Therefore he said, Khetragnam Chapimam with the Sarva Khetresu Bharata. Kshetra, Kshetragna Yognanam. One who knows both. Knowing one will not be enough. I know the world of matter. Basically, secular sciences. Well, secular sciences go into detail about how this world of matter functions. And we keep making more and more discovery about how it functions. More we know about them, more we can utilize them to our advantage. That's all these gadgets which we could not have imagined a few years ago are now reality in our day-to-day life. When I left India to call somebody, you have to make the person-to-person call. Okay. And there used to be a real trick people used to play. They say, Bhai, to, if you go to USA, when you reach the place, let us know that you have reached there. So what do you have to do? Person-to-person call. But you don't want to pay for it because it's a pretty expensive call in, in those days. So the trick was you call the person, so the operator will pick up the phone and say, Mr. Butt is calling from USA for Miss such and such. Would you like to accept the call? And the person is not even not accepting the call. They already know that I have already made the call. In today's world in India, they called it a missed call. So now we have digital, so they figured out other way. Just give me a missed call. So I said, what is give me a missed call? He said, when you read that, just give me a missed call. So he calls and you don't pick up. We know that he is calling me. So the world has changed so far from the person to person call to missed call. Because we know more and more and more about the Prakriti. That is necessary. But knowing who knows this Prakriti is also very important. Unless you know both, then you are not really knowing. So therefore he said, Kshetra Kshetragna Yoho Gnanam Yat Gnanam Matam Mama. That is knowledge, in my opinion. So as I say, as long as they are knowables, there will be knower. As long as there is a concert going on, there will be listeners. As long as there is a performance going on, I can be a listener, an appreciator of classical music. But if there is nothing going on, I remain just a person. Because there is no connection between the knower and the known. The known has to exist for knower to come into being. A son has to take birth for me to become a father. Without him, I cannot be a father. So the same way this world of plurality has to come into existence for me to know this world as to be known. So this body right now is what makes me realize that I exist. Without this body, I do not know whether I exist or not. Therefore, I have no idea what was my existence before my birth. My existence is vouched for from the day I was born till today because I am aware of my body. So my existence, I can vouch for it. What will happen after I die, I cannot say anything about it because through which I know myself will not be there. This body I consider to be my existence will be nullified 
then will I exist or not will depend on what else I know at the time. And if you remove everything, will there anything that will remain? Bhagavan said, yes, that will be pure knowledge that I exist without me being the body, me being the mind, me being the intellect. So therefore he says, those who know both, the kshetra and kshetragna, that is knowledge according to my opinion. And we'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om